Hello, I'm Joe. And TJ. And we are the Schoolhouse 302. And this is our 302 Thoughts, which really is a culmination of our thinking around a given topic as a part of our One Thing series. And this month, we are totally focused on growth. And so what that means is how are we growing as leaders? But most importantly, how are we helping others grow? And TJ, this month, we've really landed on three primary ways this needs to happen. But before I get into that and those three primary ways, one thing I wanted to talk to you about is this notion that the school leader is an influencer. You know, you hear things like buy-in and, you know, we'll delegate and your leadership team. All of that is, is real and it's accurate, but only to a certain degree. We want to put in your thoughts that the school leader is a lead influencer and influence is constant. And if you're going to help your people grow, you need to help paint a picture to why that's critical for student achievement. And if you don't do that well, as an influencer, you're always going to fall short. And we sometimes feel like, oh, you got to get buy-in. And we've heard before, TJ, that like buy-in's a myth. Um, but we think it's a myth also at times because we haven't taken a step prior to that, which has set our purpose, our values, our why as to critical this is necessary. And that is the idea behind becoming an influencer. TJ? Yeah, well, you know what we always say, Joe, the definition of leadership is influence, the challenge of leadership is conflict, and the result of leadership is change. And we want people to change, and we want them to grow. And you know, our our, our good buddy, Seth Godin, always says that if you want to uh, help people change, you often have to inflict pain on the people you seek to serve. Now, that's a kind of a little bit of an exaggeration here, but when we want people to grow, we put them in situations that are a little bit uncomfortable for them, helping them to stretch and reach new heights. But like you said, with the vision part, we first have to understand where they are as people and where they need to go in terms of the organization and the vision. And that starts with creating roles and it starts with understanding the inventory of the people you have on staff. We cannot stress that second part uh, more in terms of inventory, 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 inventory. Great leaders are always taking inventory. Um, and in this case, we're taking inventory of the people we have on staff, the roles that we need to move that vision forward, and who is the most appropriate for that role and what growth opportunities they need to get to where we want to go. And so you pick a person, we find out what role they, they should be in in the school, what role that, that is to bring the vision forward. And then we find a leadership or growth opportunity for them in that role. We call that subject matter expert. And then they're the person on staff that's gonna bring the ball forward um, to reach the vision that we've set. It, it, it's, it seems simple, Joe, like we always said, but. If leaders sit down and take that inventory and assign the roles and find the leadership opportunities, I mean, here's a technical tip. We often send people to conferences in hopes that they will grow 
from that experience. And that can be true, but it's far more intentional in terms of what we're talking about here, meaning you send the person to the conference and prior to releasing them out into the sea of different sessions that they can take and hoping, just hoping that they learn something that they'll bring back. We actually sit with those folks and say, all right, which sessions are we going to? Why are we going to those sessions? How is that going to support the vision? And what do we think we're going to get that we can bring back to the general staff afterwards? Um, and that's a kind of intentionality we're talking about here. Yeah, and it's critical. We got to inspect what we expect, right? That's an old adage that we buy into. I think your thoughts on the uniqueness of the individual speaks perfectly to how we launched this month around the organization's health. So one thing we don't often talk about is if we're going to you you know align the unique talents with what we're focused on as an organization, we have to make sure our focus as an organization speaks to the health of our organization. And this is a concept that Pat Lencioni um, really dives into with the advantage which we featured this month. And the reason we do that is because we have to take inventory not only of the unique talents of our people. But then we have to take the, you know, overall health, you know, the pulse, our vital signs of our school, of our district, and then align our people to those initiatives because the, the school leader cannot do it all. But without appropriate alignment, all we're doing is creating greater strife, greater frustration, and we don't want that. So if you want to start moving with speed, with accuracy, and harnessing the talents of your people, which then helps them feel more vested in the school, which means you're gonna have greater retention rates with your staff. That's when we start to see real progress in our schools. It's not easy, but you're right. Take inventory, take inventory of the school and then really create that alignment. Yeah, and I think it's essential what you said there at the end, and we can link to our reps survey for anybody who's interested, but you really do also have to measure whether or not people feel that they're growing in their positions and measure aspects of the culture that might otherwise be elusive if we don't have the data in terms of teacher perception and staff perception, in this case, specifically around growth, but any other number of things, including innovation, which we're going to touch on next month. There you have it, our One Thing series podcast. This is our 302 thoughts culminating on the topic of growth at the schoolhouse302.com, where we are always focused on school leaders who want to lead better and grow faster. We'll see you next time, folks. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, Joe, you know what leaders need these days? What's that, TJ? Sleep. A good night's rest. Self-care. We've heard it over and over and over again from our guests on the podcast that you can't pour from an empty cup. Leaders need sleep. One of the number one ways you can replenish yourself and lead better is a good night's sleep. I hear you, but you know what? I'm so tired. I don't even like thinking about, you know, getting a good night's sleep. But, you know, do tell. How do we go about getting better sleep? Well, I think that's part of your problem is you need a better bed. It always starts with the bed. That's why we recommend 
Ghostbed, our sponsor, with 30,000 plus five-star reviews. Their patented sleep and cooling technology gets you to sleep faster and longer than any other bed. That's right. And their handcrafted mattresses come with a hundred and one night at home sleep trial and a two times the industry standard warranty. They're absolutely certain that their beds will work for you. And with free shipping within 24 hours of your purchase, it's fantastic uh, support from the company. And guess what? Just for being a listener at the Schoolhouse 302, you get 30% off with the use of our code SH302 at checkout. You go to ghostbed.com. You get some sleep so that you can lead better and grow faster. You use SH302 at checkout. Absolutely. And last thing, even if you don't need a bed, you're thinking, wow, I would love to try out ghost bed, but I just bought a bed. Refer someone else for a bed at ghostbed.com. You'll get a hundred bucks for helping someone else get a good night's rest. Wow. That's 30% off with SH302 code at ghostbed.com. A hundred bucks for your referral. If you get somebody else a good night's sleep, better sleep for you, better leadership, ghostbed.com. You can't beat it. Ghostbed.com. Ghostbed.com.